What is going on, everybody? It is great to be back with you. This is the Colin Thompson Show. This is your host, Colin Thompson, brought to you by Not For Long Media. I appreciate everybody tuning in here. We are going live Monday morning before popping into the facility here for a short week against your Atlanta Falcons. Uh, obviously, a tough loss this week for us in Carolina against Cincinnati, but we are moving on. It is Thursday Night Football. You have to flush it and move on as soon as possible, and that's what we plan to do uh, against uh, Atlanta, who uh, we dropped the game to less than a week or week and a half, two weeks ago, it feels like. Um, we played Atlanta in Atlanta and lost in overtime on a dramatic play uh, to tie it. Uh, with DJ Moore, PJ Walker, 60 something yards down the field, um, lost an OT and then went to Cincinnati and lost. And now we are back and we're playing Atlanta at home and huge impact uh, on our division. So trying to control, what we can control, focus on what we can focus on. That's the, uh, the cliches in the sports world, but really fact, um, you know, especially now more than ever in our situation. So we're going to keep pounding, keep moving forward. And a huge divisional game for us here on Thursday night in primetime football. Again, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, lots of discuss here, not for long media. Uh, guys, we, uh, you know, we're a media company and, and I'm going to talk about somebody we're adding to the family here, but we have multiple podcasts here at our show. Ah, geez, with Harry Mays and Jason Martinez, two Philly sports talk radio legends, multiple podcasts with them, radio shows that they're really big media people in Philadelphia. We have Breaking Bats with Brian O'Grady. At, and Justin Ayers covering everything baseball, everything you need to listen to. They do an amazing job. Brian plays professional baseball multiple years in the MLB, a uh, year last year in Japan, and hoping to come back this year to the MLB again. Um, we have two girls, one league uh, with our friends uh, that, uh, with our friends uh, all over the country, I should say. Alex is in Tampa, Rossi's in Philly, in LA, Sill is in Philly. Uh, pages in Baltimore, just talking all things uh, football. Again, two girls, one league, an awesome show, a just all women show. That's how we wanted it to be on there. Uh, and then my show at not for, uh, my show, the Colin Thompson show. Uh, we have a show, a military show coming, but really a show we're really, really, really excited about uh, to get to is really breaking news and not for long media. And that is the Sam Boner show. Brought to you by Not For Long Media. That is coming soon. The Sam Boners. Some people that follow me on Instagram get to see what we're doing with them. Uh, in the past, we weren't working together, but I really appreciated the brand, enjoyed the brand, and really liked what they were doing. So Mick McKenzie and the team over at the Sam Boners kind of reached out to me. We've stayed in touch through some friends, and they asked if we could do something together. So we're going to do something together. What the Sam Boners are, guys, it's kind of hard to explain. But essentially what the Sam Boners are, and the fireworks are going off behind me here in uh, – eight in the morning in rural North Carolina because they're excited about the Sam Boner show too is a food sandwich just kind of fun party on Instagram so a Sam Bone is someone who eats sandwiches rates them uh, the Sam Boners are just a group of Sam the sandwich eaters connoisseurs cheesesteaks roast porks they're eating wings too they're rating different things they have different months uh, throughout the year where people are sending in videos they have a huge following check them out these sam boners awesome t-shirts awesome logo and really mick is an awesome guy who runs it uh one of the one of the people who operate the the social media accounts and kind of runs the show mick mckenzie is an awesome guy and the sam boner show is going to be joining us here at not for long media so that's breaking news for us we're really excited about that mick and i always talk he's like people try to Say, Mick, explain Sam Boners. I don't, he doesn't know how to explain it. I don't know how to either. It is a cult following of eating sandwiches, rating, and just sharing it out and having the kind of the ins and outs and the slogans and the lingo and all the things that come with the kind of the Philly stuff. But we're going to go nationwide with it. They've already done that. Uh, kind of part of our partnership is trying to continue to grow what they're doing, grow what we're doing. It's an it's a win-win. I've always tried to get the food, travel, booze. You guys know that I do the bar of the week. I'm always talking about food, where we've been. So, yeah, the same boner show is going to be joining us here. Mick McKenzie, one of the founders, is going to be joining us here at the end of this opening to my show. Um, we're going to do that recording a little bit later on a Tuesday. But 
just awesome. I'm just jacked. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It's going to be another addition to our fifth, sixth podcast here with Breaking Bats, Aji's Two Girls, One League, uh, brought to light with Mario Bray, who's coming to Military Show, and then my show, The Colin Thompson Show. We're going to be looking at five, six shows here, all in not for long meeting, touching a little bit of what everybody's interested in. Kind of a one-stop shop is kind of what we're trying to create here at Not For Long. So I appreciate everybody's support. And again, uh, guys, I think you're going to absolutely love the mix, Mixon, excuse me, the Mick McKenzie interview. Mick Mixon is the former play-by-play man for the Carolina Panthers. But uh, the Mick McKenzie interview is freaking awesome. I really think you're going to enjoy it. So I digress. I digress. I digress. Okay, lots to talk about here. There's a lot going on in the world. Um, but really, I'm going to start off with bus one okay you guys know our bus one members on the show for those that are just joining us and just tuning in because i know we have some new listeners and i really appreciate you guys bus one is when you're traveling to a game and i'm what the carolina panthers say i'm on bus four with the panthers right i'm in the nfl i'm on the practice squad active roster bottom of the roster guy you're on bus four the starters the gm the head coach they're on bus one right they are they're leading us into battle so for me, if you're doing something good in this world, if you're a great person, if you're doing, having success, a team, a person, whatever it may be, you're a bus one member. So we have bus one and it's sponsored by the original fudge kitchen, fudgekitchens.com. If you don't know them, you should just like our friends over wealth advisory services, fudgekitchens.com. They ship fudge and sweet treats across the country. There's nothing better on a birthday. Like we gave George a box of fudge last week for his birthday. Everybody knows Nasa George that listens, at least, at least our local friends do. There is nothing better than on your birthday or on Christmas or on a holiday than sending somebody a box of fudge, right? Like, what am I going to get somebody? You can't send somebody a cake. You can't send somebody a pie over the holidays. You can. I mean, it's just it was super expensive for shipping and how good's the quality. I tell you this. I say it all the time in the show. The fudge lasts fresh for two weeks. I've pushed it a little bit longer than I'm not going to say. Probably legally is not good to say, but I pushed it a couple weeks past that. And because of the wax paper, it keeps it so fresh. It keeps it so moist. It does not dry. It does not harden. The original Fudge Kitchen locations, stopping by the Jersey Shore, those listening, they know all about the Fudge Kitchen. All about the Fudge Kitchen. Unbelievable work, uh, what they got going on there. So an unbelievable local business, 50 years local business. And they're trying to take it another 50. So again, fudgekitchens.com, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. It's the official sponsor of our bus one, fudgekitchens.com. So a new bus one member, a gentleman I met this week, Andrew, the locker room equipment manager in Cincinnati. This guy is an absolute legend. First off, Andrew, appreciate you listening. Andrew drives for UPS. And then on the weekends in Cincinnati home games, he is getting the away locker room ready to go the away team to come in so he's unloading the buses when the equipment equipment managers show up on saturday so those that don't know the equipment managers show up the day before they get the thing set up they get the locker room set up the bus with all the you know preemptive stuff that comes in and then when the night before the game when we fly in there's more stuff coming from the equipment so our helmets everything we had for practice on friday and saturday that's coming in so another round of things so he's getting the equipment he's getting the equipment room ready to go. He's getting the training room ready to go. He's getting the locker room ready to go. And it's a part of his job working for Cincinnati and kind of the organization there. So he's been the away locker room now for decades. His dad did it before in the old stadium. So he kind of grew up doing this. So you walk into the, this is for players listening to the show. This is for people that are in football listening to the show that are looking for something a little bit different. This is incredible. This is like old history of football. There's football players, there's football coaches, and there's like football nerds. And when you go in here and you're a football nerd and you really enjoy the history of the game and the stories that come behind it, the backstories behind it, not just, oh, this player on the field or this, but <clears throat> the real stuff, what happens behind the closed doors when the media is not really in there. I always encourage people to tell people this, and it's not a slighted media, but 10 to 20% of the stuff's true that comes out of a locker room. I firmly believe that. I've seen it over the years. That's kind of the percentage I've kind of weaned with. 10% of everything's true, you know, 10, 20% of everything's true that comes out of a team or a locker room. There may be a thought or a word in there that may be true, but not the whole blanket statement. There's always more to the story. Um, so that's just going to inner workings locker room. So Andrew, bus one member, a great guy. You walk into the <clears throat> equipment room on the road 
and you look to your right, there's a door that opens and the door that opened kind of covers up the door where Andrew's at. And that's like his little office in there. And you go in and it's got every signature you can imagine when it comes to the elite of the elite in the football world on the wall right there. Jim Brown, Mean Joe Green, Peyton Manning, Dan Marino, and all the stories that come with it. I don't think Mean Joe actually signed the wall. Just some good stories from the old days there. Sorry, Andrew, back check myself here. But Mike Tomlin, like just legends of the game are on that wall. Um, and it's really, really just impressive and cool to see. He's got all the old stickers from all the old coaches that have come through there and players. And, you know, on our locker, we have a sticker with our name and number and somebody leaves it and they'll slap it on a locker in there. It's an old school place. It's cool. It's not like Andrew and I talked about. NFL's changed a lot, right? They've um, just publicly, the world's changed. So got to really kind of change how business is done too, buying closed doors, um, it's you know a little less old school, but still fun as heck. Be great to be in there and sit down with Andrew and pick his brain. He's a bus one member this week. Unbelievable inside of the NFL stuff that I never really saw before. Just telling old stories about Peyton Manning coming in and sitting down before games when they play him in the preseason every year, and you know Dan Marino coming in and just talking about hey, I'm at a couple beers because my knees are sore today. You know, just really cool stories. To Aaron Rodgers coming in just being the greatest guy ever. Uh, you know, from Andrew's lips. To your so really cool, uh, and again, our bus one member this week, Andrew, the locker room equipment manager. Uh, and since he, I digress, another bus one member this week, I got to give it to the Houston Astros, obviously winning the World Series, an unbelievable series, uh, something in Philly that I think everyone's a little frustrated with, but I really think uh, you just faced the best team in baseball, handed them their only two losses in the playoffs, handing them a loss going into the playoffs as well in the three game homestand that was in Houston. And listen, to me, I just think Philly ran out of gas. They didn't have the pitching, the mass amount of pitching. They have great pitching probably at the top end of it. Um, some depth in the bullpen, but not like Houston, not like the Dodgers, not like some of these teams that have just depth and depth and depth. So um, I just think that, you know, I got to give Houston Astros, put them on the bus one this week. Game one, up 5 nothing. Philly comes storming back, makes it 6-5. I mean, unbelievable magic for for the Phillies. But again, you know, the, the cream rises to the top. I think Philly is right there, an unbelievable run. But at the end of the day, they just could not keep up with the Houston Astros. Houston Astros took, Astros took game two. Uh, Philly took uh, game three with all those home runs in Philly. Uh, and then, you know, the kind of the wheels fell off a little bit there. Uh, Astros stole uh, the third game of the uh, homestand there. And then they won, a, they won game six in Houston, which I always like to me, I think, if they're if a team's going to beat your team in the World Series or in something, you know they win it at home. They get to enjoy it at home for those players, for those families. They're in Houston. They get to party all night, have a great time. So again, I, I'm a player. You know, in obviously the NFL is just so weird for me to say. So I'm always going to root for players, coaches, families. Uh, been able to experience some of that. So I'm going to root for them uh, if they're going to win. Great. They go enjoy it in front of your fans and your crowd. It's nothing like it. So, um, you know, all the cheating stuff and all that stuff, you know, it's so overblown really to me. I mean, obviously it happened years ago. There's some things, but there's been cheating in baseball forever. Is it cheating? Is it a part of the game? What's going on? I don't know, but I think it's still a great quality product. I'm always going to have my beef with the MLB of how they've handled things and growing the game. But props to Houston, too. Put Houston School District in there, too. All those kids are getting off for the parade, which is a really cool way to grow the game. Um, no one went to school when the Phillies won the parade. They should have just gave everybody a day off and give an opportunity for young fans to go and support it. I might beef with the MLB earlier in the season because they weren't really putting games in prime time. They're trying to spread the games out throughout the whole day. And I get it, the MLB, day baseball, but – I have one game at one. They'd have like a game at one, a game at three, a game at five. Like, I don't know. It's a Tuesday in October. Kids are in school. I just didn't appreciate the way MLB handled some of their TV stuff. I just think it could be a better way to grow the game. World Series, awesome product. You know, the NLDS, awesome product. But to me, if it's like 10 a.m. or, two, you know, whatever, 11 a.m. on the West Coast and kids are trying to watch the game and grow their game, their favorite players, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, whatever it may be, and they can't watch them. I don't know. It's tough. You got to come home and ask mom and dad how the game went. Mom and dad have to work. 
blue, most people are working, you know, blue collar, white collar, whatever it may be, cater to those fans and make it happen. So I digress. I'm all over the place per usual. Houston Astros bus one this week. Houston school district for giving the kids off. Love that as well. Uh, bus one members. Andrew, Cincinnati bus one members. And my last bus one member, Rob Thompson, uh, the Phillies manager, uh, catching a lot of heat now because he pulled Wheeler after pitching really well. Uh, and it, you know, people are jumping on him in Philly for all this stuff. And it's kind of you know annoying on my part, but it's part of Philly. It's going to make Philly great, right? I think people say, oh, Philly fans, all this stuff. Well, their teams are good for an obvious reason because of the amount, immense, immense amount of pressure it takes or people will not show up to games. People will not support. Philly's games have been vacant vacant and especially the regular season they haven't been in the playoffs in years uh you know decade but i mean the place will be packed next year they'll they'll have them huge sellouts it will be like the old days where i grew up and for that five six years from 06 to whatever they were just on fire um and it was just an incredible atmosphere in baseball so rob thompson bus one member this week canadian which is awesome great way to grow the game the game up there um, obviously there's a franchise up there in Toronto, but how many Canadian players are in the MLB coaches are in the MLB. He took over the team when Joe Girardi kind of, it just didn't work out. They let him go 60, 65 and 46, uh, flipped the team around. It was on pace. If he was the head, you know, to be the head guy the whole year to have a really a great, great season. But I think what really cool with me is how they handled the media, how they handled kind of everything after the loss, how they partied after big wins, you know, Rob Thompson, they they handed Houston their only two losses in the entire playoffs. Houston swept the Mariners. Houston swept the Yankees. So a really good team, and Philly came back and beat them twice. So, uh, you know, it's props to them. I know there's no moral victories, but, man, oh, man, really impressed by that. But Blake Wheeler, you know, said he was caught off guard when he got pulled out. And I think the coolest part with me when Rob Thompson, like no drama, no BS, was like, yeah, he should be. He should be. He was pitching really well. I just went with my gut, and it didn't pay out for us. So I respect that. I respect that. No drama, no BS. Everyone's on the same page. Yes, he's surprised, but Rob Thompson, no drama to it. Yeah, I should have messed that up. So, you know, I, I maybe shouldn't have made that decision. Maybe I should have, whatever it was. But if he pitches really well and he performs, then, hey, what's, you know, the guys that come in behind Blake, is it really that big of a deal? Uh, no. So they got to come in and do their job, too. Another bus one member this week. We keep going on here. I'm checking my notes. I'm not doing my math correctly. It's really – Philadelphia sports fans. I mean, just out of control. It's the heyday in the city right now, as some will say. Uh, absolute chaos with the Eagles being, you know, top one, two team in the NFL. I think it's safe to say still the only undefeated team. Uh, Sixers are starting. Probably have the best player in the NBA on, on their court, one of them. Uh, players who are supposed to be horrible are doing great. One of the top teams in the conference, top teams in the division. I think they have six wins. Carter Hart's early season MVP candidate. Uh, really well with Tortorella's done. And then, you know, the MLS, the you know, Philadelphia Union lost in the championship. And then you have, you know, the Phillies who kind of barely made the playoffs. Wild card spot and uh, went on an un unbelievable run uh, to hand Houston. Like I said, they're only two losses, so. Philly fans have been tremendous. I love the videos of making all the Houston Astros fans, the wine and cheese crowd all upset. That's fantastic to me. Uh, the more of that, the better. Uh, Philly is the best sports city in the world. I am from there, but I am not a fan of all teams as I play in a league where we face one of the teams. I just didn't grow up an Eagles fan. I supported the team from afar and definitely supported the team as my family all did, but I just grew up really an NFL fan. Um, so it was really fun to watch, uh, kind of Philly just go crazy around it because there's nothing like it. It affects the whole area. It affects, you know, my mom is in retail and she's calling me and saying like the Eagles and Philly's being successful. These places are packed down here in Cape May. The town's buzzing like it never does. It feels like this year or that year in comparison. So I'll always support Philly sports teams because it ends up helping my mom and her business and all the businesses in Philly. Really, it keeps people thriving. It keeps people happy. And there's a lot of success there. So a lot of bus one members, Andrew the equipment manager and Cincy, Houston Astros, Rob Thompson, and Philly fans. So, guys, I'm going to throw some people under the bus, though. You have to. I'm going to take a little coffee break here for a second, so hold on. Doing the show by myself. Uh, it takes just as long when I do it with somebody else because I digress a million times and I go all over the place. And appreciate you guys listening to your pace with me. You're just listening to my voice instead of at least Jackie tuning in every once in a while. We're missing Jack. 
missing Jack, but he's absolutely killing it what he's got going on. Okay, under the bus, guys. Brought to you by Miyamichi, the best Italian food in the Charlotte area. I love it. Family business. Come on. You can't you cannot support it. People go to these other chain restaurants around here, and I just really can't believe it. It's a big chain restaurant area. I'm just like, you're not Miyamichi. It's cheaper. It's more affordable. The people are unbelievable. Great TVs, great places to hang out and just talk to the locals, eat a great meal, the chicken parm, the soups, the salads. They have healthy options. They have heavier options. I love their salmon. It's the best. It's the best. You guys hear me talking about it this week, this week and every week. Me and Michi, the official sponsor of the Colin Thompson Show, Not For Long Media, and the official sponsor of our segment, Under the Bus. Go tell our friends at me and Michi. Go tell Nick. Go tell Kimmy. The group there, the, the servers, really awesome people and all local. Fresh, fresh ingredients. My wife was saying this week, I, their salad is the freshest salad I've ever had. Like Nick handpicks the lettuce. He's like pulling it out of the ground pretty much. So again, our under under the bus segment is brought to you by me and Michi. Listen, I'm throwing the entire clickbait mafia under the bus. Under the bus. So like Dan Orlowski tweeting that Reese's peanut butter cups are the worst in the world. That's a clickbait to me. I respect Dan. I think he does a great job with ESPN, but that is clickbait, Dan. That is absolute clickbait to think that that's the worst candy in the world. Again, it's opinion. I hear you, but we, you know, if someone doesn't like a food group, they can still acknowledge that, hey, seafood is really good. I just don't like it. Uh, whatever that may be. I like everything pretty much. Very few things I don't like, but that's clickbait mafia there. The clickbait mafia that, that kind of got me started on this, though, was the Baker Mayfield playing defensive line stuff. So Baker Mayfield in a practice the other day, PJ Walker was a starting quarterback. I don't know, you know, any of that stuff moving forward. But my point is, in practice, PJ was a quarterback. There's a walkthrough, this film of Baker, like getting in a three-point stance, just showing kind of a technique look, messing around with the, with the offensive line. And, like, people are going crazy. I'm getting texts about it. I had someone actually call me about it. Is Baker moving to D-line? Like, what is going on? And that's my point about with the media, like 10% of the truth. Like, what do you mean? Like, because of some video in practice, because the media is only allowed to be there for the individual period and the walkthrough period of practice. So – they see that and film that, and it's like, look at Baker. But people do that stuff all the time, just being fun, just being a good teammate, just chopping it up with the guys. So Clickbait Mafia, that blowing up, uh, that was pretty funny to me. That was pretty funny to me. All right, under the bus again, brought to you by me, Michi. I got to go. I got to throw Philly Media and their fans under the bus. So I just was pumping them up, but now I'm going to pump them way back down, kind of slash their tires and bring them all the way back to black down. So WIP tweets this morning, who's to blame? Who's to blame? for the Phillies loss. And it wasn't like, it was just players like Reese Hoskins, Rob Thompson, the coach, like again, in a, in a poll. And I get it guys. I get it. I have a media company. I'm trying to sell sponsorships and do all this stuff too, but really that's the conversation who blew it. Guys are facing the Houston Astros, the best team in baseball. It's, I mean, people can argue some other teams have better rosters, but the best team kind of a, our cheating aside or whatever you guys want to say that happened five, six years ago at this point, they're really kind of a dynasty in the making in baseball with great pitching and great players and great development and stud, you know, but Dusty Baker, a great player in his own right, a great manager in his own right. You know, I've, I've been to games there, an unbelievable ballpark, great fan. So I don't know, man, like I get it to saying great Houston's a good team. It's not going to sell marketing, but to blame somebody, you heard Bryce Harper say, we're going to retool. We're going to reload. We're going to have to reload up on some players, add some players, add some pieces in his post-game press conference. That's not on the coach. That's not on the players. It's on the front office, and they did an amazing job assembling the team this year. It's a step in the right direction. I saw Kevin Cooney saying something, too, like there's going to be more to come from this team, multiple World Series opportunities. So they're going to go out and get guys. They're also going to be really coveted. You don't think players are sitting at home that are free agents watching this and saying, you know, I think I could take a discount to go to Philly because this team's really cool. The home field advantage is tremendous. It's a great area to live in. Lots and lots of people come to me in this league. Like when I lived in Philly, I missed my wife lived, loved it in Cherry Hill. My wife loved it in Marlton. My, you know, my family's loved it in living in uh, Bucks County or in Delaware and driving up, whatever it may be, Westchester. There's a great place to live in Philly. Great, great golf. Great things to do in the offseason. Airport's right there. The Jersey Shore's right there. So a lot of pro athletes love living there. Uh, it's a big city, but it's not New York City or Chicago, so it's easier to get around. So, yeah, 
uh, Philly will be back. I'm throwing you guys under the bus for absolutely just like finding someone to, to pick on. That's just what the this is what's going to be all the way to spring training. Like, is Rob Thompson going to make the right pitching decision? The guy pressed the right buttons the entire year, and you can argue if things went well in, in the World Series, he would have pressed the right buttons then too. So, yeah, Clickbait Mafia, you're under the bus. Philly media and, and the fans with some of their stuff blaming people. I get it. You have to. That's the pressure it takes to be great, but you're under the bus too, for that matter. Uh, again, brought to you by me, Michi. Everybody who's under the bus is brought to you by me, Michi. If you're having a bad day, you're under the bus. Go to me and Michi. They're closed on Mondays, but every other day they're open and they're kicking ass. I love their lunch too. They just have the best pancakes in town. Loving what's going on. And me, Michi. Another coffee break here and another break from you listening to my voice. Mm. Insert coffee sponsor here. Again, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Usually we have, I have a co-host, but it's kind of fun uh and different doing it by myself okay matchups this week brought to you by wealth advisory services wealthadvisoryservices.com if you don't know them you should just like the original fudge kitchen guys wealth advisory services they've been a sponsor of ours here not for long media for a while they really have they've been unbelievable to me and my family and my wife buying a new house buying a new car i want to buy a boat i don't think they're going to let me buy a boat but just very blessed to work with a media company excuse me, work with a finance company like Wealth Advisory Services. Paul and Dave and their team, over 100 years of experience. They work with people across the country. They're located in Doylestown, Bucks County, in Cape May, New Jersey. But again, they work with people all over the country. Reach out to me. Just, just advice. They give me just awesome advice on what to do. Whether I'm, excuse me, cutting them a check and I'm saying, hey, this is what I want to do investment-wise. They're going to send an email back. X, Y, Z. Here's what we suggest. Here's how we should navigate this. We should put the money into the market. We should pull the money out of the market. We should X, Y, Z. It is planned. It is like a game plan in football done months in advance, weeks in advance, days in advance, and then through the game, through the day. If something needs to go on, they're going to pull your money out or make a decision. Wealth Advisory Services does it. They've done it for me. They've done it for my family. They've allowed us to do some unbelievable things, Sydney and I. Um, 401k, they manage businesses as well. Uh, just really an awesome, awesome group I've been fortunate enough to work with. All of our matchups here at the Colin Thompson Show are brought to you by Wealth Advisory Services. Our first matchup is Panthers-Falcons. I'm going to run through these quick. Panthers-Falcons, we had an unbelievable game. It was the game of the NFL two weeks ago. Um, obviously, I think I'm going to sit here and say I think we should have won. I think it, you know Atlanta's probably sitting here saying the Carolina should have won, but they stole one, and we're going to try to steal one this week. Right, that's obvious. So really excited for Thursday Night Football for prime time for our guys to show out there and kind of show what team you are. I think our record, you know, you are who you are. You are what your record is. But that's not a reflection of our team. We have a really good team, a well-coached team. And I think we're going to be able to show that here on National Football moving forward. So really looking forward to the Panthers-Falcons game this week at home in, in, uh, in Charlotte in prime time. It's going to be fun. We've got a little high school football here on the matchups. Our first, I believe, high school football matchup guys in central bucks east for central bucks west that happened last week back-to-back -back weeks they played cb east my hometown in Dulles, pennsylvania they didn't have lights for years they hosted a a a night game two fridays to go west won in a closer game and then this friday this past friday cb west played him again in the first round of the playoffs beat them uh, and an unbelievable beat them pretty good, and yeah, I think doubled them up in the score. And they're moving on to now face North Penn. So CB West and North Penn, a big rivalry in our area where I grew up. Uh, check out the last game, which is an unbelievable documentary about Central Bucks West and their dominance of being one of the top teams in the country over really just decades, from like the '60s to like 2010. Uh, CB West football was just really dominant in the area. Mike Pettin, Mike Pettin Jr., Mike Carey. And then you have coaches like Dick Beck, who've been at North Penn forever. Um, Mike Pettin Jr. was an NFL head coach. He was the head coach of North Penn, I think, before Dick. So, I, you know, this is going to be an awesome game. You probably can stream it. It's going to be packed. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be like old school Southeastern PA high school football, public schools, where really the transition has happened now to private schools in Southeastern PA because of recruiting and right recruiting and players deciding where they want to go just like i decided to go to archbishop wood because it was the right opportunity for me as a student and as an athlete so it's changed the way so this is kind of an old school football battle east versus west was two weeks ago and last week but now west versus north penn guys this is going to be unbelievable southeastern pennsylvania has now taken over the state of pa in my opinion uh 
loaded players. Kyle Pitts, DeAndre Swift, Marvin Harrison Jr. Every week, every week. Raheem Blackshear with us, Ryan Bates. You know, we have six players from Archbishop Wood in the NFL, I think, or five players. I think the prep may have five or six. I know LaSalle High School has five or six. So we're talking just, you know, 15 and Murad players between those three schools. The public school system is great. The private school system is great. It produces a lot of talent, a lot of coaches across the NFL, all from CB West. This kind of Mike Pettin senior started it, really started youth football in the area. And I think that's why you're seeing a lot of success now because it trickled down to youth football and then in the seventh and eighth grade middle school football and then in the high school football and the pressure to have success in that area and what it can do for kids and coaches is huge. So I think, you know, that's why uh, you have a lot of players now that have coaches now that have moved on to higher levels because of just how pressure it was through the 80s to the 90s to the early 2000s. And you're seeing a lot of these kids and coaches pop out of it from Southeastern PA. So again, the matchup this week is CB West is going to be North Penn. Uh, check that out. An awesome rivalry. Some games I'm just going to run through real quick. You got the Bills and Vikings this weekend. That's going to be an awesome game. The Vikings coming off a big win uh, in Washington. And then the Bills coming off a loss to the Jets. going to be a great game. Something to keep an eye on. We have a Thursday night game, so I'll be watching the games on Sunday. A uh, little hockey talk. NBA and hockey are now going to come to the forefront during the week. Obviously, football is like a six-day-a-week thing anyway. Now, the action's back. Uh, the Flames uh, and the Blues on Thursday. I got Penguins caps on Wednesday, excuse me. Flames and Blues on Thursday. Check that out. Get the Penguins and Leafs. Uh, and then you have the Lightning and the Caps on Friday, both two great games. Then you have the Flyers on Saturday versus Senators. Claude Giroux be coming back to Philly. He played a 1,000 games in Philly. He was captain in Philly for a while. Uh, he scored his 300th career goal the other day against Philly uh, in, in Ottawa. So the Senators come back. Saturday, 1 o'clock game. I have fond memories of my dad take me down to the one o'clock game uh, as a kid and, and really just enjoying those moments with him and grabbing breakfast and going down to the game and then getting lunch and hanging out and everything's around food with me. Um, just great memories, really great memories. And I think there'll be some, some kids and their dads and moms or whomever going to a game this week that will create those memories for, for, for them. The Flyers are a really solid team now. Uh, things are turned around, I think, quicker than people expect. Who knows how long it's going to last, but Props to the fly guys. It's been an awesome run. Uh, really curious to see how it's going to all pan out for them. But again, Flyers on Saturday versus Senators. Claude Drew back in Philly for the first time after wearing a different jersey. Maybe he played in what Florida may have came back to Philly. Maybe they didn't. I don't remember last year. So again, guys, matchups are all brought to you by our friends over Wealth Advisory Services, the best financial advisors in the world. Everybody says that, but. I don't know the personal relationships you I was able to establish with them. I just, they just can't be beat. They're just great people over there. hundred years of experience in their offense. Unbelievable guys. We're going to pour some out as we wrap up here. Uh, we're going to pour some out for all the haters, all of the haters in the NHL world, the hockey world that were like, what is the NHL doing? Yes. It's a little dysfunctional. What's going on in Arizona. They don't have their own arena. I get it. I get it. They don't have 15,000 seats. It's a mess. <clears throat> They're out in Glendale before. And players would have to drive an hour from downtown uh, all the way out to games. But now they're right down in downtown, um, you know, Phoenix, I think kind of the Scottsdale area, or I forget where Arizona State was. I I had it written down, but we're moving forward. Uh, essentially, all of the Arizona, not the not the Phoenix Coyotes, where they used to be, the Arizona Coyotes uh, hockey games are going to be played at Arizona State, 5,000 seats. Well, all reports were a success. Obviously, the locker room situation, they're building new locker rooms for away NHL teams. Uh, the NHL players cannot use the Sun Devils. I think NCAA-wise, you can't mix pro and NHL. Uh, pro and in college, excuse me. So the Sun Devils Arena, they're playing all their games there, which is crazy. Uh, 5,000 seats for a pro franchise. But I think it leads to a really cool environment. There's a student section. There's a band. There's the you know the 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 high level tickets. The boxes are packed, and there it's a big party. So I think it's a big party. It's a big mix up. Listen, Arizona Coyotes are in a rebuild, anyways. They're trying to tank for the best player in the world, kind of the next Crosby type situation. So it should be interesting to see what goes on there. Three years they're building a new arena downtown. It looks like. Um, so it should all work out for them. It's going to take some time, and there's going to be some hurdles to go over. But I think it's pretty cool. We're going to pour some out. Uh, for our friends 
uh, that thought, hey, listen, this isn't going to work. This is freaking stupid. I think it's a cool atmosphere. We talked about it on here before. So, guys, we're pouring some out. We're pouring some sleep out. We're pouring it right down the gullet because it's the best way to fall asleep. Guys, check them out. Some sleep. Use promo code Colin for 10% off. Guys, it's the best sleep product. Everyone's trying to find a way to sleep better. No bones about it. Go to bed earlier. You're trying to go to bed early, but you can't do it because you want to watch an extra episode of whatever on Netflix. Just drink that in the beginning of the episode. About 30 minutes in, you're going to really start getting tired. You're not going to hit next episode. You're going to want to go to bed. And that's been the best thing for me as someone who wants to escape a little bit outside the office and watch another episode or two. You got to check out our friends over at Psalm Sleep. Get some sleep. Keep Puts you to sleep, keeps you asleep, helps you rise and kick ass the next day. Psalm Sleep, promo code Colin. Okay. This is weird talking to myself here for 35 minutes. Again, appreciate everybody tuning in. We're going to send it over to Mick McKenzie and the Sam Boners here shortly. But before we do, I want to talk about our bar of the week. Going to talk about our bar of the week. It is Tony's Steakhouse in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, so Gio Ricci, our tight end, our fullback, number 45, Carolina Panthers, absolute stud, Western Michigan, row the boat, uh, become a great friend. Uh, we came in here the first year in Carolina. Gio was undrafted at Western Michigan and has really just blossomed in one of the best fullback tight ends combos in the nfl just an absolute stud on special teams catching the ball fullback stuff just an absolute stud a great guy uh him and his wife uh, logan are expecting to pretty here pretty soon in about a month so really happy for them as well it's been great he's become one of my good friends here with the panthers uh but we've had the opportunity now in indianapolis when we joined practice with them two years ago and then to go to tony's steakhouse there and then go to his father's steakhouse again tony in Cincinnati this past week when we played the Bengals, a fantastic meal, a fantastic meal where we were able to hang out at Tony's. This place is incredible. Guys, they have steakhouses in Lexington, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and coming soon in Bowling Green. Check that out. It's first class. First off, the steaks are off the wall good. Bottom line, I had to bring some steak seasoning back. Sydney's texting me about it. Off the wall good. Second off, family business, Tony's a first-generation Italian immigrant. Unbelievable story of coming over here as a young boy and really getting into the restaurant business. Again, Tony's Steakhouse, Bar of the Week this week at the Colin Thompson Show. Guys, they have a cigar lounge you know, outside, but it's it's inside with a fire pit. Really cool kind of vibe. They have a screen and porch where you can eat outside on nice nights, and then it's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful venue. The bar is awesome. Awesome high-top tables. Great service. It, it, it's just a really cool atmosphere of a old school steakhouse, but with new and fresh flair. And it's not stuffy. It's fun. It's a great date night spot there. It's families there. There's people there. And we had about 30 coaches and players from the team over there hanging out. So thanks for Carolina for doing that for us. Thanks for Tony's Steakhouse for doing that for us. Our bar of the week this week. Um, again, it's not a bar per se, but there is a bar in there and it's fantastic. 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 Absolutely love uh, what they got going on there. Tony. So, here comes the rating. Food and ambiance, it's a five out of five. The place is tremendous. The food is tremendous. The apps, the steaks, the steak rub, everything is freaking great. They have a little bit of everything on the menu. Steak, seafood, pasta. It's really good. Food and ambiance, five out of five. TVs, four out of five. You're going there for steaks. Really not even to watch the game, but they still have good TVs. You can smoke a cigar outside, watch the game on the TV right above the fireplace. Really, really cool. Um, really cool stuff. The beers are four out of five. Did not drink this trip. I didn't drink last trip, but from people I've talked to, uh, I know the beers were cold. The service is a five out of five. The staff there is tremendous. Tony, the manager and the owner, NGO's dad, fantastic ship that he runs there. The people are great, super nice. So again, 18 out of 20, 18 out of 20 for the bar of the week this week, Tony's Steakhouse located in Lexington, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and Bowling Green coming to. This is not a chain, folks. This is a family-owned business, just freaking kicking ass and taking names again. Tony Steakhouse, check them out if you're in those areas. Shout out to our friends, Actions Over Words, Apparel, where they're donating proceeds back to the charity of their choice, depending on the month. And it was Breast Cancer Awareness Month last month. They were donating to that. Looking forward to what see what they're donating this month in November. So, uh, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in, hearing me ramble here for the last 40 minutes. Lots to cover in the sports world, and I'm ready to talk guys and and appreciate you guys tuning in uh i think you're really going to love mick mckenzie and what we got going on here with the sam boner show moving forward it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to be interviewing just 
tons of people featuring cities of places to go eat. You don't need to hear anything and you're sick of hearing from me at this point. Guys, we're going to send it over to Mick McKenzie uh, with the Sam Boners and the Sam Boner Show. Wow. So we finally made it, folks. This episode of the Colin Thompson Show is also doubling up as a not-for-long media production, we are introducing Mick McKenzie, the Sam Boners, and our newest show here at Not For Long Media, the Sam Boner Show. How does that make you feel, Mick? Feels great, man. Feels great. It's been a long time coming. It has, man. It has. Uh, we are so excited to have the Sam Boners be a part of Not For Long Media. People are saying, what is the Sam Boners? I did the introduction to this on my Colin Thompson show. This will double up is episode zero for the Sam Boner show. Just an introduction of what's to come with the show. But I think I have to jump right into it, Mick. I tried to answer this earlier. I couldn't answer what the Sam Boners are on my show. <laughs> I had all my prep done. I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, what are the Sam Boners? So I've done a couple of reviews for those that follow me on Instagram. I've done reviews. I'm eating this food. I'm rating it. I got the slogan down a little bit. I got the slang here. I get my Philly accent comes out more. But I'll ask you, man, one of the founders of the Sam Boners, Mick, what is what <laughs> the Sam Boners? Dude, that's so funny, man. I'll, I'll start off by just saying this. Oh, this just came to my head. We're, we're at Citizens Bank Park, unfortunately, for game five. Uh, the Phil's lost, but we're walking through the concourse. It's me, my brother, Joe. Uh, Sam Boner, Pat, my buddy Myers, and we're just walking through and a couple shout outs here and there. And, you know, we're walking along for like five, six minutes. And this one dude out of nowhere goes, yo, Sam Boner. I go, yo, what's up, man? And his girlfriend turns over to him and goes, what the hell is Sam Boner? And he goes, he goes, I have no idea, but I love it. <laughs> and, you great, know, that, that's been the beauty of it all, right? There's There's always been that curiosity piece. I mean, this is something that, you know, five or well, six of us, including myself, started back in 2019, March of 2019. We started to videotape ourselves reviewing sandwiches. And, uh, you know, for the longest time, these, these six guys are some of my, my greatest friends. Uh, one of them is my brother. Another, another one happens to be my cousin, Kev Fried Uns down in South Carolina. We've been texting and talking about sports and, and food for forever, dude. And uh, we got to a point, uh, you know, again, March 2019, where, where Kev kind of, you know, voiced his opinion like, dude, what are we doing? We're constantly sending pictures to each other. And, yeah, obviously talking about all the great hoagie and cheesesteak spots and so forth. But, like, like <laughs> what are we going to do? Are we going to continue to, like, do this? Or are we going like, to evolve around, like, you know, continuing to send sandwich or pictures of sandwiches and so forth? So this one day he's like, dude, let's just go out to, like, you know, your next sandwich joint. Whatever you get, whether it be a hoagie, a hot roast pork, and, and do like a quick 20, 30 second video and just like highlight the place, right? We're like, yeah, all right, cool. You know, so Fried Owens went out there and, and did it at Matt and Marie's the one day. I uh, I think I went out the next day and went to Stockyard. I actually looked at the video not too long ago. I'm sitting there with like a triple chin. I got like a winter coat on. I'm eating some roast pork sandwich. I'm like, dude, what am I doing? I was a fat mess, but whatever. It was like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, that was kind of fun. So we started to just like send these videos back to one another. Um, and they went from like 15 seconds. And, and, and within four months, they, they turned into like five, five, six minute videos. Right. So uh, over time, we started to develop this like particular, like not particular, but like this, this certain lingo, right? So the, the, it started with the sandwich being the Sambo, right? And then we all of a sudden be started to become Sam Boners. And uh, before you know it, we were out there Sam Boning. And uh, the whole tagline, take a look, take a bite, that that started to come organic too. We had to like go back to a couple of videos. And there were some videos that, you know, some of us said, take a look. And there were some other videos where some of us said, take a bite. And then the one video, my brother said it, take a look, take a bite. And we were like, Holy shit. And then like, you know, even fast forward there, like when Kev went out and did the first video, like he's walking down the street and he's like, I don't know about you guys, but I got a big Sam Boner right now. I'm at Matt Marie's in Logan Square. I'm looking at Pat like, dude, this is freaking funny, man. This is so funny. So 
sadly enough, it took us 15, 16, mo 15, 16 months to, to grow a set and, uh, you know, put it out to the public Internet. And, you know, the reason we did that is because, you know, family and friends knew that we were having fun amongst the six of us. We had this little lingo and we created this little Sam Boner experience. And, uh, you know, with everything going on in, in 2020 with the pandemic and, you know, the, the small businesses struggling, the local businesses struggling, we were like, dude, let's go push this out into the Internet. It's a fun product. If we can get people to Sam Bone, maybe we got something. But at the very least, it's just an opportunity for anybody to get out there, express who they are, show your personality. Uh, there's a ton of characters out there. And as you can see, man, fast forward two years later. You know, everybody's out there sand boning and having a good time. And that's that that just means the best, uh, the most to us. Yeah, that's an unbelievable explanation. And it, you know, I think the one thing and you and I've got to know each other and, and the fans of, again, the Sam Boner show will find out that don't really know Mick is like. He's really in this for all the right reasons. You're really in this for all the right reasons. Like when we talk always about like, man, this is just awesome. Like you're just passionate for this, right? Like you're just it's just different when it's it's your kind of baby also and then also like i just love the feedback from the people i love the videos from the people i love the engagement like when we talk you don't have the response like yo someone shouted me out today at a game it's like dude they're shouting out the sam boners like the group like it's a pack like almost like you're portnoy and you're eating pizza on the side of the road and people go by when you watch his videos and they're like yo barstool sports right like it's so yeah you know, the funny thing, too, that it's, it's interesting too. like, you know, back in March of 2019, I think I probably had a Facebook account. Um, my brother maybe had a Facebook account like Kev, Pat, Drew, Mike, not huge on social media. Um, I've always been a huge fan of Dave Portnoy, but by any means, this isn't <laughs> like inspired by him. This is, you know, something that we truly had a passion for from back in the early 2000s like 2010 11 like we're always out there eating sandwiches and that's the beautiful part about philadelphia i mean it is a sandwich town right not even in center city south philly but the outskirts south jersey north jersey i mean we're all sam boners colin <laughs> keep on sam boning no that's right I, we'll, we'll we'll always talk about this and i always will like the best steaks for me, aren't even the ones in Philly. They're the ones in the Philly suburbs where I grew up eating cheesesteaks. Like going to your local pizza joint had like some of the best cheesesteaks you'd find, or that this place had the best Italian hoagies, or this place had the best, you know, pork roll egg and cheeses on an everything bagel, like the greatest sandwich on planet Earth. You know, that's my <laughs> that's my favorite. So no, there's lots to unpack here. But really, again, part of episode zero and a part of you coming on my show is to just introduce our fans to you and the show. So I want to go back to your roots though because i think this tells the story where are you from where did you know your you know passion for food being a philadelphian kind of start yeah no uh we i'm originally from southampton uh the core six of us are are all from southampton kev from apro horsham he played football at apro horsham uh the dales played football at archbishop wood like yourself I played football at Archbishop Wood my freshman year. We all played Little League football for the Southampton Knights, Bucks County, through and through. And uh, when we weren't playing football, we were hanging out at Taco Bell, man. Sam Bone and Tacos and Mexi Melts. Love it. <laughs> I love it, man. That's great. That's great. Now, you have a lot of passion for the Jersey Shore, too. Talk about, you know, your time down there, Sam Bone and, and, and growing up down there. Eating yeah, no, I have a long history of being in, in South Jersey. Uh, my dad's brother, Sam, a.k.a. Mickey. Uh, lives in Stone Harbor on 108 Street. Uh, my wife, Kathleen, her uh, her aunt and uncle bought a place about 15 years ago on 43rd Street. Uh, we happened to be kind of the 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 number one guest there for for many many summers until we started to kind of blow the doors down with with three kids. Uh, but they still you know welcome us with open arms all the time. But and just recently, you know, four or five years ago, we decided to take the plunge and we bought up on us. Uh, you know, middle of town by kicks. And uh, yeah, man, there's something about Sea Isle, right? It's like, I compare it to State College. Like everybody knows everybody. There's tons of camaraderie. Uh, everybody just wants to hang out, have a good time, get to know one another. Every bar you walk into, it's just, uh, there's just that gravitation towards, you know, wanting to get to know the person to your left, to your right. And uh, I mean, that's like that all, all up and down the, uh, the coast. But Sea Isle's got a, a special place in my heart and uh, I'll call it home for the rest of my life. I love it, man. I love it. We are uh, Jersey Shore folks too. have a place in Cape May 
and absolutely love it down there. Tons of places to San Bo and all, but down the Jersey Shore, got great food and great places that are open year round to San Bo. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't get that. A lot the locals got to eat down there too. How Maybe about the places- tacos closing though, man? That was like the number one. I know, man. I know that's a, that's a big blow. That's a sad day. Now, <laughs> how does sports intertwine with the Sam Boners? Because it's in her, it's in her grain. Like when you're, and we're going to do this on the, on the show. This is part episode zero, introducing what we're doing. We've talked about this before. We're going to talk about different towns. Sea Isle is going to have its own episode. Wildwood, Cape May, Bucks County, Doylestown, Habbrook. They're going to have their own shows, guys. Clearwater, Florida, if you're going to a Phillies game, we're going to have the, the area covered of where to eat, where to go have a drink, where you're going to Sam Bone, where the best cheesesteak is in the area. Can you get a maybe a decent bagel somewhere that's not a normal bagel place? But it's going to be a little bit around sports, the, the culture of sports and food. But what does the Philly sports scene mean to you? Like Because for me, especially when I was at Temple, I missed it as a kid. My dad's not a diehard Eagles fan, so I didn't grow up a diehard Eagles fan. I support the team. I'm a big-time Flyers, Philly, Sixers fan. I just love the NFL in general, and it worked out, you know, for yeah. me. But but I remember at Temple, like, they would save me an Italian hoagie from Altamonte's because they would come down in an RV and, yeah. like, they would hide it in the RV for me. And, like, my buddy Moat would come out, like, under a shirt jacket. Like, he's pulling out, like, a <laughs> lot of cash. Like, LSU, they're handing you cash. But at Temple Games, there's no cash, just Italian hoagies. And they're like, here you go, and here's your banana peppers on the side. You know, like, that is to me is like, I go, I'm stopping at Wawa. I'm going here. Like, I'm all over the place per usual, and that's how I'll be forever hosting this show. What is the sports kind of sphere of Philly kind of mean to the Sam Boners? Because I don't think you can tell one story without the other. Yeah, no, and it all it all helps it come together, right? Food is life, sports is life. You know, the the, the core six of us for the longest time uh, always got together, whether it be here, you know, sitting at my bar or up at Drew's house or Kev's house or whatever. But you know, whoever was hosting the Phillies playoff game or the or the Eagles, you know, Sunday afternoon game, it always came with, all right, what are we bringing? Is it are we going to go get wings at Mesquite Grill? Are we going to get wings at hmm. Union Jacks? Are we going to bring out tomatis? Are we going to go to Sam's? Are we going to go to Silvio's? Maybe once in a while, head down to the city and get some fresh bread and make our own sandwiches. But like, you know, the number one priority when it was time to get together and watch the game was what are we eating, right? I think at one point we did a, uh, uh, right around Thanksgiving, I went out and bought a deep fryer and we uh, we deep fried a turkey and mm. Drew, my buddy Drew is like the man behind the deep fryer. I didn't even want to touch it, but we deep fried a turkey and we went out and got fresh rolls and all the ingredients to make turkey gobblers and like just absolutely had ourselves a day. And they turned out to be unbelievable. And that was just one of those great days, right? We're making homemade Sambos and Sambone. And before we even knew what Samboners was, getting ready to kick off and watch the birds. Yeah, that's fond memories for me, too, as a kid. Archbishop Wood High School, usually a big W the night before. You know, had a late night after the game, come home, maybe a nap on the couch. And then, uh, you know, my pop, Big Dave, would have, you know, we'd have the Italian hoagies lined up. We'd have the pizza lined up. Someone would be bringing over a specialty thing. And then my grandmom and my aunts and my mom and my dad and everyone would be cooking Italian food all day. Like, that's like, I told my wife for the bye week, I said, I just want to have like a Bucks because we live in Annapolis, Maryland. And now we have a yep. place in Cape May. So we're kind of not, I'm not in Bucks anymore. Like, I just want to have a Bucks County night, just one night. Like, just, <laughs> whatever that it means for me, that will just cleanse my soul for the bye week, and I'll be ready to return to work and finish the season strong. Little taste of home, man. Yeah, taste of home. So, again, lots of directions here. What are you looking forward to about showing? What are you looking forward to showing from a perspective of – now we're going to be selling. We're going to be showing the Sam Boners to the world in a different way through a podcast, through a media platform. What are you looking forward to showing about the really just cool stuff that you guys are doing at the Sam Boners? Yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, we're, we're just trying to make light of the world, right? And if we can continue to make an impact on anyone out there that just wants to have a positive experience, get a couple laughs in. But, you know, most importantly, like, you know, we're highlighting places that maybe nobody ever even heard of like just recently man there was this place uh lilo's just popped out of nowhere over in somewhat south jersey it was haynesport new jersey these guys came onto the scene six months ago 
and they're absolutely slinging fire, fire cheesesteaks. And, you know, it's just like the buzz is there, but, you know, hopefully my video will help that, that business uh, catch another thousand people that never even heard about it and be like, oh shit, I got to go over to Haynesport, New Jersey and check out this cheesesteak joint, which happens to be one of the top cheesesteaks here in 2022. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, like I, I've had a lot of feedback on, you know, what Sam Boners is and, and, you know, where's it going, right? That, that's to be determined, right? But, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to keep on Sam Bone. And, and, you know, I always preach like everybody needs to keep on Sam Bone and you have a personality, you are a character, right? If I don't throw you up on the big board, I'll put you in the story and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what you got, but, you know, just keep on doing it because it's fun, man. You know, and everybody just has that ability to get on this platform and do it. Like I'll lead it. I want to, I want to continue to, you know, produce content and, and have fun with it. But if, if we can't continue to grow a community around us and bring everybody together and, and maybe use Sam Boners as the platform to do so, then you know, I'm not sure this has legs, but I don't think that's the case. I think that we all are, are in it to win it. And I think this is a great, great fun product to, uh, to showcase who you are. And the reason why I asked that question of what you're kind of going to showcase is, I think the one thing that you guys do unbelievably right, and you guys know this, but the outside world may not, is you're just continuing to support local mom and pop. Like these aren't chain restaurants, folks. Like there's people that have invest family investment behind these places, like all these old timers. Like, yes, you're going to go to the popular places that are killing it and they're on a different level. Patch, Geno's, well, all of them, right? Steve's are on a different level, but right. the rest of them, are kind of on the same level of just trying to make it and pay their bills and put a little money in their pocket for their one vacation a year. And so I think the support of local business, small business support is really, that's a pillar of what the Sam Boners are about. They may not talk about it. You guys may not talk about, it, but here I am and I'm in Key West, Florida, Key West, Florida, a place that we love to go to. And I'm at BO's fish shack. That's been there for probably 50 years. And I'm eating a cracked conch sandwich and just Sam bone in it. And I have people like, I love that place. I'm going to that place. Thanks for reminding me to go there. And then yeah. I'm at Mia Michi in here in Charlotte. And I'm eating a Utica greens. It's from Utica, New York. It's an Italian restaurant. They're based from really from upstate New York. And I'm eating this Utica greens with freaking steak tip sandwich. That's unreal. And then I'm in San Diego, Sam bone and eating a, you know, eating a, a egg wrap and just nomming right on the beach. Yeah. And, I feel like I'm like, is it okay to do a, a Sam bone if it's not a certain month? Can you explain that? Cause you guys have certain months for certain things. Yeah, no, good, good question. Uh, first and foremost, and we always joke about this amongst the, the six of us, uh, th there is no rules in Sam boners, right? Uh, the, the, the post I dropped last night was a girl, Danielle, uh, who found out about the page over the summer and she came in with a chicken cutlet review Little did she know it was hot roast pork month, but little did I care, right? But we are setting the bar by just kind of giving people direction because that's the beauty, again, about Philadelphia and just, you know, we truly are the sandwich capital of the world. And, you know, aside from cheesesteaks, you know, we're slinging hoagies, hot roast pork, chicken cutlets, par, like, and, and the list goes on and on. But the, the sandwich of the month just kind of brings it all together and gives everybody directions. I was close to running cheesesteak month back. I really was because there was a lot of buzz there and there was a ton of uh, gems unturned, but we'll have season four, you know, maybe in a couple months or a year from now. But, you know, we just, uh, I feel like there's so many different style sandwiches out there. We can pay homage to a different one each month and really just kind of bring that all together that way. No doubt. And there's so much. And on Philly, it's like ridiculous. The amount of Italian hoagies, breakfast sandwiches. I'm not saying a hot dog is a sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich, Mick? <laughs> Put me on the spot. Controversial. Between two buns. So I'm going to say yes. I've been criticized many times before. I will say yes as well. It's between two buns. A hot dog. It's a hot dog. <laughs> but is a cheeseburger a sandwich? Yes. Okay. Between, between two buns. I mean, <laughs> is it not? It's just ground beef. It's just ground beef between two buns. If you had, if you took, if the, if the cheese, if the steak was not ground up, it's a steak sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all it's sandwich. Just, it's all sandwich. <laughs> it's all sandwich. And you can sand bone a hot dog. Is there a hot, there's a hot dog. You can sand bone anything you want. I sand bone my, uh, I sand bone my jacket today, Colin. I mean, you can, you could. <laughs> 
you know, my brother Sam boned his uh, pedicure one day. Like it, it, Sam bone is, is the review, right? It's the ability to just get out there. And that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, we're foodies. Yeah, are we food critics? Sure. But like, do we know what we're doing? Not really. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all about having fun. Right. And if you can instill some sort of positive experience by going down to South Philly and sharing that experience with that, with everybody on this platform, uh, that's all we're asking for. Like who you are, what you're all about, highlight the place and have a day. That's great, man. That's awesome. You had a really cool experience. Talk about having a day down in Philly, let's say a week ago where you went to a certain pizzeria, cheesesteak place, hung out with some big wigs. Did a couple Sam Bone and can you can you tell us about that day? Oh, that that was a special day, Colin. Uh, you know, I reached out to to the cuz Anthony Gargano. Him and uh him his son and my son play little league baseball, and his son's I think a couple years younger. And we don't know each other too personally, but I I spotted them at a, a at a local little league facility, and I you know ran up to him and said, yo, cuz, what's up, man? It's Mickey. And he like, he looked over and he like recognized me. I was like, oh shit, man, that's awesome. Like, and we just started having a, you know, good conversation. And then, you know, he'd say, let's do, let's, let's do a Sam Bowen one of these days. Let's do a cheesesteak review. I'm like, yeah, man, absolutely. And this was like a couple months back. Uh, but I knew I needed to shake it up a little bit. Like I was sick of just doing these reviews and it just being me. So I reached out to Gargano and said, hey, man, a lot of buzz around the Phillies. Would love to connect, do a little collaboration, drop a Sam Boom. Let's hit up a cheesesteak joint. And he got back to me like within 24 hours. And it's like, of course, brother. Right. Of course, brother. And uh, I texted him the next morning. He he gave me a shout and we just started to to rap about where we were going to review something. He had to be down in the, the sports complex around six o'clock. So I said, like, let's do John's roast pork. He's like, ah, you know what? Let's 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 hit it big. Let's hit it big. Let's go to uh, let's go to Angelo's. I'm like, dude, Angelo's is fine. I can reach out to Danny. Him and I are supposed to play golf, but dude's busier than you know all hell. So uh, you know, one thing led to the next. He reached out to Danny. I reached out to Danny, and Danny was like, come out at four o'clock. So I'm thinking to myself like, all right, you know, meet Gargano at Angelo's around four o'clock. We'll do a little Sam Boner review. And those two dudes, man, as soon as they saw each other, it was like the rest was history. I'm like, I'm just going to follow these guys, do whatever they want to do. Uh, and, and, and before long, you know, Anthony, or I'm sorry, Danny was like, dude, guys, go upstairs. I'll start whipping up some cheesesteaks. Uh, you guys can do whatever you want. You know, drop the tripod, run some film, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, man. So we go up there and we're just we're just rapping. Danny's up there hanging out. His his manager Jared's up there. We're just you know shooting shooting the shit, dude. Honestly, it was just it was a very very cool experience, and I didn't really know what to think of it because the whole time I'm thinking to myself like, all right, I'm gonna go down to South Philly, do a review with Gargano, maybe post up right outside of uh, right outside of Angelo's, but no, that wasn't the case. We went upstairs, uh, and and Gargano had a different plan, which was awesome. We we got Danny to get involved into the video and. You know, the opportunity just to sit down with those guys for about an hour. We run tape for about 15, 20 minutes and just, uh, you know, just talked about just all the the, the positive, uh, you know, the positive, the positive. What am I trying to say here? Just like everything going on with Philadelphia sports, like the birds are eight. No, the Phillies are on the World Series run. The Flyers were undefeated at the time and you know, the Sixers are predicted to win the NBA championship. And here we are getting ready to drop a sand bone at Angelo's. And all we were just talking, like, it was just like a gravitation towards just everything that we were talking about was like, ah, oh, man, it was, it was an unbelievable experience just to be around such, such two in two influencers in Philadelphia that, that really, you know, help everyone in this city pave, pave the way, or they help pave the way, uh, both sports and food related and, you know, putting me right in the middle of it. And I'm, I'm the whole time I'm thinking to myself, like, this is fucking Sam Boners right here. You got the king of sports. You got the king of cheesesteaks. And I'm in the middle of this, like, amen. Right. I didn't say anything, man. It was 17 minutes long. I think I spoke like three sentences and I didn't care. I loved it. I loved it, man. That's the best interview as you'll get into this. Like video questions like this, where you just boop, ask a question. And man, you are just hanging out for about an hour or whatever it may be, 17 minutes. And you're asking two questions and those guys go off. And that's the same boners, like you said. I think yeah. that's the best way to put it. it. May take you three, four minutes to explain it, but that's another way to explain it to somebody. Of like, look where I'm sitting. I started an Instagram page a year or so, two years ago, 
I'm in a group text with six of my buddies and family. And we're BSing, talking about food and drinks and hanging out and travel and whatever and sports. And here I am two years later sitting between really royalty in Philly when it comes yeah. to food and sports. And in Philly, it's so unique. It's so tied together. This will be nationwide, folks, the Sam Boner Nation. We are taking this across the country. Mick's been taking it across the country. We're going to help him do that as best we can. And, you know, I think at the bottom line really is like, Sam Boner out, man. That's the bottom line. That's the story of it all. So as we move forward, I think, and I'll, you can fill in the blanks here, what for people to expect. I think people can expect having uh, just a good time listening to the show, right? I think um, they're, they're going to hear from Sam Boner OGs. They're going to learn about Sam Boner slang. They're going to learn about just getting out and getting after it and the positive vibe tribe that you guys really have too, because there's almost like a pure shrink element here. Like go, everybody can say a bone, just keep going, keep yeah. pushing. Like there's, it's not like, Hey, I'm just gonna eat a sandwich and do a review. It's like, yeah. there's a positivity to that. So you're expecting some positivity. You're going to hear some really cool guests. We have some guests already lined up that are big wigs in the food industry, cheesesteak industry, stuff like that. Really the sky's the limit. Cause you're going to have athletes come on and talk about food, their restaurants, their businesses, what they like to eat the day before games. What's their cheat meals. I mean, that's kind of how I see it going. We're going to work on getting Mick down to Clearwater for spring training and just get down there and just Sam Bone and interact <laughs> with fans and have events. I think the sky's a limit for it. I think our plan would be, too, and over the summer to have a big Sam Boner event at a location down the Jersey Shore when everybody's kind of down there in June, July. Kids, families, friends. What am I missing, man? Is that No, it? that's it, man. You know, you, you you just touched on it, like kids and family, right? Like, the, 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 the you know – the inspiration behind all of this is, is the, is family, right? You know, my, my kid, he's 12 years old. He, he was so jealous that I was starting up a podcast and that he's not on it. Right. He's coming the kid, on the it. The kid can Sam bone with the best of them, but you know, Sam boners, you know, <laughs> just over the weekend and, and this shit touches me, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like two stories, like just over the weekend, someone sent me a video of their one-year-old taking a look, taking a bite, like, you know, like that, like they're training their kids to take a look, take a bite. <laughs> I, I, you know, during one of the World Series games, I had like a 75 year old couple come up to me and were like, oh, my God, it's the Sam owner. What's <laughs> like two big hugs from these guys. And I'm like, holy shit, man, we got them small. We got them. But we got them. everything, man. You know, young, old, right in the middle. Like everybody, everybody needs to get out there and Sam bone. And if you can't keep on trying. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well, guys, the Sam Boners will be available on all social media platforms. You can listen to the podcast on all podcast platforms, wherever you get them, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. They're all over now. You're going to be big on YouTube as well. You're going to be able to visibly see the vast majority of the interviews. Um, you know, just really jacked to have the Sam Boner show join us here at Not For Long Media. But again, Mick, I can't thank you for coming on my show, The Colin Thompson Show. I can't thank you enough for joining Not For Long Media. And I think the Sam Boner is going to be a freaking awesome match, man. Fun fun days ahead, man. I'm looking forward to it as well. Well, that does it for this episode of The Colin Thompson Show. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Guys, please check The Sam Boner Show out. It is coming extremely, extremely soon. November 8th, we're recording right now. I expect it within a week. So, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Mick. And, uh... Sam Boner out. Sam Boner out. Skip back to the day. I try not to lose my way. Details are kind of fuzzy, but the feeling still remains. We met, we talked. I still do know you are now discombobulated, and I don't know what to say. Ooh, maybe, baby.